I'm Jim Frawley, and this is Bellwether. Welcome to Bellwether. Thank you for joining this week yet again. Uh, We're coming up on the end of the year, and the next few episodes, as you listen to these, are really kind of your end-of-year projects, I would call them. Today, we're going to talk about questions, the questions you should be asking, what a question is, and then the next two weeks, Uh, It's time to really take stock and review what we did this year, what we want to accomplish next year. And so the next few episodes are really focused on that as we are recording this in the month of December. Uh, And so in order to take a look at what we've done and what we've accomplished over the year and to ask what our goals are going to be for the next year, we need to really start at one fundamental basic level, and that is making sure that you are asking the right questions. And the reason I want to cover questions today is I feel like, and I get this a lot from clients, there is a massive misperception on the value of questioning, how to use questions, and even what a question is. I love asking my clients when I'm doing a group coaching session or or a presentation or a speech, I always ask the room, who here knows what a question is? And I get all kinds of different answers. And they never really fully encompass what a real question is. And And Nobody really talks about it. We think we know what questions are, throw a question mark at the end of it and move on. But a lot of our questions are really just statements. They're really just something parade, a statement parading as a question. And, and that's not really helpful for accomplishing more of what it is that we want to do. So I firmly believe in the value of questions. Uh, for years, we talked about, as I think back on corporate and the trainings I used to sit through and everything else, we're, we're always told to work on our listening skills, right? Listening skills was the 1990s. This is what you got to do, whether it was sales, whether it was with clients, whether it was uh, in meetings, you have to work on what you're listening to and uh, even your home relationships. You know, you got to work on your listening skills. You're not listening, blah, 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 blah. If you have an executive coach or a trainer tell you to work on your listening skills, fire them because that's just lazy shit. Listening skills is not typically the answer. We, we obviously listen. The real value that we get is asking the right proper question to elicit the information that we want to get from other people. That is where your value really lies in the question you ask rather than just sitting there listening to other people. And oftentimes, whether you're selling or you're working on something for yourself, uh, or you're you're sitting in your meeting, listening is the second thing to focus on. In order to listen, you have to ask a question. That's the first. The first thing you need to ask, uh, the first area where you need to focus is, is a question. So for the purposes of today, and if you go back to you know one of my very early podcasts, uh, Dennis Whalen talking about lean, you can be the customer. So today we'll pretend that you are the customer. But the principles of questioning and learning and and a curiosity mindset, which I love, uh, that term uh, will be valuable to you as you sit and you're sitting in your meeting and you're rolling your eyes when Betty opens her mouth and and you start to shout at Steve whenever he gives a presentation. 
asking yourself good questions about what you can learn from these people. It changes your entire countenance and mind frame. Asking yourself what you can learn from yourself and asking yourself good questions this year as you think about what you accomplished and and what you're planning for next year. That's where your real value comes. That's where you get something really valuable out of your reflection. That's where you get something really valuable out of your planning. And that's how you change your relationships with other people is to put on this curiosity mindset. You know, what can I learn from from these people? Everybody, every person on this planet has something that they can teach you. I firmly believe that. That is a fact. That is That is core to my belief. I have never met a single person where they did not have something that I could learn from them. And that also includes ourselves. We can learn from ourselves. We generally don't pay attention to that. But in order to learn, we have to eliminate our assumptions. And the right question eliminates assumptions. Assumptions are judgments, right? We know the old saying. We know what happens when we assume. We make an ass out of you and me. Assumptions are judgments. You cannot legitimately ask a question, a question, a legitimate good question has no judgment associated to it. Otherwise, you're making a statement. So let's start with what a question is. And that's why I always ask, you know, the room, what is a question? And people say it's a request for information. Say, yeah, sure. Uh, But it's, it's not just that. A real question, a legitimate question is a request for information where you legitimately do not know the answer. Anything else is a judgment or a statement or a push in a direction. You know, we could say to someone, you know, why the hell did you do that? That's a statement. It puts the person on the defensive. You have communicated your frustration. That is not a question. Tell me about the steps that got us to this point is a request for information where you don't know the answer. It's important to remember questions don't need a question mark. Tell me more is one of the best requests for information out there. Tell me more. Tell me more. Help me learn more. Questions are defined by context, and and your request for information has to be driven from a place of curiosity. That's what drives good, effective questions. Learning about someone, learning about someone's motivations, value sets, why they made decisions, why the, where they're coming from, what their perspective is, all of these are, are good drivers of effective questions. When we think about questions, we, we think about the fundamental, what is it, five of them, the who, what, where, when, why. Who, what, where, when, why, and how. And those are fun, that's a fundamental basis for questioning. But using those words can add levels of judgment that could put other people on the defensive. Because when we ask questions, we want to learn. And a person on the defensive can't teach. Right, A person on the defensive is thinking about how do I get out of this defensive position. They're not thinking about sharing information. So when we ask things like why, where, when, why, what, who, it can be very aggressive. Because when we ask questions, there are two different perspectives. And how, you know, your basic fundamental communication model, we send information, someone has to receive it. They dissect it, they, they interpret it, and they respond. And so a pure, curious request for information does not put that person on the defensive. If you think back to our podcast with uh, Alan Goldstein, the coach, who talked about belief systems, and this was a few weeks back. 
he asked, rather than asking why, we can ask something like, how come? And it opens the door to more responses, more curiosity, more. it opens the door to more discussion. How come? Rather than just why. And this is especially true when we're interacting with someone else. All right? We don't know their mentality. We don't know their thoughts, their perspective, everything that came into the decision they made. Asking innocuous, innocent questions is the ultimate way to influence their behavior and learn about the motivations of other people and, and motivations and values of other people. A lot of times I get brought in to alleviate situations in the workplace, uh, how to work better together with other people, um, how to diffuse these bombs that are going off. People don't like to work together. Or you could think about it, think about it at home. You know, you've got upcoming holiday dinners when the inevitable politics question comes up. Okay, there, there are ways that we can respond. We can either stay silent, we could shout back, or the ultimate way to diffuse a bomb, a talking bomb, is to ask simple, basic, purely curious questions. And this could be someone at work, this could be someone at home, this could be a spouse, it could be a sibling, it could be a parent, it could be anybody, it could be a friend, it could be a stranger. When someone makes a statement that doesn't necessarily align with you, you can either counteract or you could try to understand where they're coming from and why they believe that. And here's why, here's how it diffuses. Our questions will either have the person articulate how they are mistaken and they will realize it, or it will have them articulate something and we will learn something that shows how we are mistaken. Or both of us will see some kind of perspective we haven't thought of. Our brains operate on overdrive. Okay, There is a thing, it's called the law of least effort, and that's how our brain operates. And our brain... Uh, will do everything in its power to do the least amount of work possible. And so in order to do that, it jumps over details because, you know, we know that. We already know it. No need to, to spend our time on it. But when we jump over these details, we make assumptions. And when we're asking questions and we're jumping over details uh, and making statements, uh, it's, the devil is in the details. By asking simple questions, we are forced to articulate that detail. And that may change our mindset. And it may at least challenge our beliefs. We have to be open to the fact that there are going to be answers that we don't want to hear. But that's the point of questioning. And that's the point of learning. And we can learn from each other. And we can learn from ourselves. So that said, as I, as I wrap this up, and, and I'm thinking about this week, uh, I encourage you to test out your curiosity. Maybe it's at the office in the middle of a meeting, rather than making a judgmental comment on why we can't do that. I, I used to hate this when I was in corporate. People would come up with an idea. The first response always is why we can't do that, rather than trying to understand, you know, is there another way that we can all figure this out? So maybe it's at the office. Maybe it's with your spouse or your children. Ask good questions to learn about them, their motivations. Why are they asking this question or why are they doing what, they do, what they're doing? After years of being together with your spouse or your family, People make all kinds of assumptions. And over the next two weeks, uh, I'll be talking about the questions that we can be asking ourselves, specifically at the end of the year. That's my focus. You know, what types of questions can you ask yourself um, on what you accomplished this year? You know, maybe we beat ourselves up. You know, why didn't I get this done? Why didn't I get that done? Well, maybe we should change it to how much did I accomplish and what's possible for next year? And what did I learn this year? And the planning questions for next year. I mean, we already know that resolutions are bullshit. 
Uh, I don't believe in them. If they were that important, you'd be doing them already. Uh, and obviously it's not a priority, so why even bother making a resolution? Uh, but I am a believer in setting goals and tracking goals. So identifying what you are looking to accomplish and what, you know, what you're going to need to accomplish this in 2020, uh, your year of perfect vision, uh, we'll talk about that over the next two episodes and the really good questions to ask yourself in order to make sure that you're, you're able to be as productive as possible. And so uh, to wrap, I mean, if I learned the value of questions when I was in corporate, I would have had a much more su- successful career than I had. I had a successful career. It was very nice, but I, I could have accomplished a lot more if I knew the value of questions. Uh, I, it's ironic that I had to leave corporate to learn the value of questions in corporate, uh, but it's a great way to be. It changes your perspective inside the office, outside the office, when you're just doing whatever it is. You want to finish your basement. You're, you're asking different types of questions. It's amazing. If I can make a book recommendation on questions, uh, one of my favorites that I give to a lot of my clients it's called Change Your Questions, Change Your Life by Dr. Marilee Adams. I think she's a professor at Princeton. Um, she talks about the, this divergence between learner and judger and how we operate in this judgmental mindset and how to move over to a learner mindset. Excellent book, really simple read. You can knock it out in like a day or two. Um, some clients think it's a little cheesy, and when they tell me they think it's cheesy, I tell them to read it again because they haven't changed anything. Uh, and then when they go through and say, what can I learn from this? They say, oh, okay, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. So that's my book recommendation for the week. Change your questions, change your life. Dr. Marilee Adams, I'll put a link to it on the website. Uh, and also on the website, I am planning a lot of good stuff for 2020. Uh, the holidays are generally a quiet time because we're so busy running around. But uh, I will be planning next year a monthly jog in Central Park. I'll be planning some meetups and some networking opportunities to meet other people. And uh, it's going to be a very fun year as well as, you know, we'll we'll plan all kinds of other things. So uh, look out for that. Please join us on bellwetherhub.com. Join the discussion. Join the community. Sign up for updates. I don't spam people. I just send out uh, maybe a monthly email uh, on the high end. That's it. Uh, So sign up for updates and you can hear about things going on in your neighborhood. And uh, with that, have a wonderful, productive week. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Now, do something for yourself. Bellwether is much more than just a podcast. Join us at bellwetherhub.com where you can read riveting articles, view upcoming events, and connect with other interesting people. I look forward to seeing you out there soon. 